on TV, online and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. Howdy, as if it wasn't hard enough already, energy prices are set to rise in the new financial year. That's going to put even greater pressure on already struggling families and households. So exactly how bad is it? I'm Aaron Young, let's find out. Now from our headquarters at Ticker Park, this is Ticker Today. Right, so inflation may finally begun to cool in Australia. It's been a pretty tough few months for many people and still tough ahead especially when the cure for it can bite just as hard as the disease in the short term. The Reserve Bank of Australia frustrated so many when it increased interest rates again to 4.1% in June, a level not seen since early 2012, that far back. And the jury's still out on just how many more interest rate hikes we'll need to see as they try to combat soaring inflation post-COVID. A similar story right around the world, of course, everywhere you look. But when you also add rising energy prices into the mix as well, you have a pretty nasty situation for a whole lot of people. Make no mistake, this will drive people into poverty. Social services worry those struggling to pay bills this winter will simply turn off the heating. Brendan Johnson hasn't been able to afford to run a heater in his Ballarat home for the past four years. It's difficult. I think it puts that added pressure on people. And I think people like me who are renting, there's not really many options that we have. People turn up in hospital with hypothermia because they are so cold. Because they are so cold, these rising pressures obviously look like forcing even more into poverty and into a freezing winter. And while inflation has started to cool largely through these falling petrol prices, it's going to be a little while yet before people start to feel any significant relief. To find out more, let's bring in Chris Ford from Compare the Market, who's been looking into this very issue recently. It's been really tough and there just seems to be no sign it's going to end. Yeah, good afternoon, Aaron. Look, it's an incredibly difficult time for Australian households. I think you covered that there quite perfectly. I mean, the mortgage repayments are such a significant amount in our uh, weekly, monthly household budget. Rent, obviously, the alternative, and it has increased as well as we know. Now, energy prices, 1 July, pretty much right across Australia and to the tune of around 20, sometimes 25%, sometimes even higher than that in some instances that we've seen. And is this the straw that, that is going to break uh, the camel's back, so to speak? Yeah, well, so many people are already having to rely on credit for trying to get through and no doubt uh, payment plans and things like that as well. Why are energy prices soaring by so much? Look, it's a story we've become familiar to hearing. You know, we, we, we've heard about the conflict in um, Ukraine. Uh, that caused a spike in the wholesale market uh, last year. Energy contracts, gas contracts are done uh, as a future contract. So uh, what we are being, when we turn on the, the switch at home uh, over the course of this week and into next month, will be done on contracts that were completed uh, last year. Now, there was the federal government intervention uh, to cap uh, the wholesale gas market at the end of last year. Uh, all reports that has had a positive impact. So that's why we aren't seeing increases of 50% even higher to uh, these default offers. They have been somewhat stymied by that, um, by that government intervention, but still 25% uh, increase to households that are already stretched is a, is a significant hit. 
Yeah, you've got to say it's a bit of a joke, right? You've got on the one hand uh, interest rate rises trying to stop people from going out and having to spend more. So that's exactly what's happened. We're hearing from retailers that it's really started to, to slow down, if not go sideways. But then the energy retailers are able to put on an extra 25%. I mean, that there is inflation, right? Well, uh, look, it's a very fair point. And I think the, the other part for the energy uh, companies here in Australia is uh, how we have been able to generate electricity. Uh, there has been significant outages, uh, especially uh, up and down the eastern uh, coast, and that has placed greater pressure on the grid too. Uh, demand, we enter the winter months, it spikes uh, because of heating, uh, and that supply just isn't there. So, there are a number of contributing factors to these higher prices, but it does seem like we're in a spiral, doesn't it? Uh, we pay higher uh, uh, price for our electricity, so do small businesses, so do retailers, and then we see that passed on to us when we go to get a, a takeaway coffee or when we go to get our groceries uh, because of these higher operating costs. And, you know, even look back to last year with higher transportation costs because of the fuel price spike. Uh, that being passed on to consumers too. So it really does show that we're, we're hitting it uh, or getting hit on, uh, at every angle. Yeah, and obviously the retailers too are having a pretty difficult time. I mean, some reports that some of the smaller retailers have had to increase their prices by something like 100%. Others are begging people to actually leave them and to, to look around. Yeah, well, we did see that last year as well. Um, these retailers trying to withdraw uh, from the market. So there's some great strength uh, if you're with one of those tier one providers, AGL, Energy Australia, Origin, when it comes to your energy, what we want to see is greater competition, though. Uh, more competition is going to be greater for consumers. More offers available uh, on the market is going to ultimately bring those prices down. Now, there are some competitive offers out there. You do need to do your research depending where you live. And uh, look, if for those that now have uh, already got solar installed. That is a, a, a real net benefit for them. And, and I, I, you already know that households right across Australia are investigating that upfront cost to install it because it would offset the, these higher electricity costs at home. We've seen big, um, nasty power plants like Hazelwood come offline. And the concern at the time, a few years back when that was announced, is this will push up the price of power. It does seem that that is what has happened because uh, obviously as more renewables come in and many of these energy companies don't want anything to do with the big coal guzzling power stations. But it means essentially you have a situation where they're operating a couple of units for, you know, three, four hundred dollars a month when it comes to the megawatts uh, per house prices uh, rather than running, you know, six of them on a hundred dollars. It's better for the companies, but it is pushing up prices. Is that a fair assessment? Look, it's going to be this fine tightrope that we're going to have to walk for a while through this renewable transition. And higher prices, we are told, are not being passed on because of that. Now, whether or not that's the case will remain to be seen. This renewable transition is one that we need to investigate uh, to see if it will bring down prices in the long term. I think there are a number of external factors that have contributed to it. No doubt power stations being offline uh, are part of that. Uh, but also factors uh, outside of that control, like that, that conflict in Ukraine, 
um, uh, that has that has obviously yeah. more prices. But, and, but right, when it comes to, to Ukraine, I mean, that could go on for quite some time, right? And that means that things will keep going on. There'll be a supply issue as well as a demand issue. Um, and then on the other hand, you have, um, you know, the move to renewables could also take many, many years for it to fully replace that base load power from coal as well. So how long do you think people will be seeing energy prices? And while we talk about a 20, 25% increase when it comes to July 1, what does it look like this time next year? Well, there's been some hope that the wholesale market has has settled, but this could be the next 24 months, 36 months of higher sustained prices. Uh, look, it was only 12 months ago when they released the default market offer uh, that prices were forecast to come down. Uh, during that transition, when they pr- uh, proposed the draft until it got finally recommended before uh, the 1st of July last year, there was obviously uh, the conflict in Ukraine, which uh, had an impact. So these prices now look like they are here to stay in the next five to 10 years is where we should see a cooling of power prices. Um, and that will uh, you know, be stimulated by uh, this new renewable transition. Wow, five to 10 years could take some time. Um, is there anything people can be doing at the moment, any changes they can be making? Yeah, look, number one is to to not take the hit line down. Uh, There are competitive offers available across the country. They do vary. This has been a unique uh, time for retailers in how they've assessed this crisis within uh, specific states. Say in Victoria now, yeah, we're going to see increases of 20%, but there is a fixed plan available that is 22% off the reference price, the current reference price. That is locking in that price for some Victorians. Um, In New South Wales, 14% off. Queensland, um, similarly. So it really depends where you live. It depends on your scenario, if you have solar and the like, but that is number one. Then accessing those rebates and concessions that are available to you is is just so important at the moment too. All right. We are speaking to Chris Ford from Compare the Market. When we come back, we'll be tackling Australia's ongoing housing prices. Stay with us. (laughs) 